0: Welcome to episode 23 of the McSauce comic book podcast. The Michael Jordan of episodes, if you will, or the who, Matt? The Darnell
1: Jenkins? Uh, no, it's Darnell Jefferson, and he was number 20.
0: Well, that was three episodes ago.
1: So, you probably shouldn't have brought it up.
0: Ho-ho-ho! <laughs> <laughs> Zinger, right off the bat. It's October 26th. October? (laughs) (laughs)
2: It's (laughs) drunk-temper.
0: It's August 26th. Mm -hmm. On a fairly warm night at the McSauce Studios. It's pretty comfortable, I'd say.
1: For August.
0: Yeah. yeah. The summer and all. Tonight we're going to talk the new Batman signing, which lit the internet ablaze. Uh, at the end of last week? This weekend? This weekend. This weekend. And joining us tonight, back, fan favorite, in our hearts, Mr. Dom Yossi. Dom, say hello. Hello. It's nice being here in a comfortable temperature. <laughs>
3: last time I was here, you had the heat on.
0: Yeah. Last, last time it was, uh, the episode title could have been Swamp Ass. My name's Paul McGinty. With me are Ian Sharpley. Hello. And Matt Casale. Hello. The aforementioned Dom Yossi. Me again. Sluts so kick off with everyone's favorite. Did you say sluts kick off? He did say sluts. I kick said off. so. Let's so let's kick off. Sluts, sluts kick, kick off. off. Housekeeping <laughs> with Ian Sharply. Speaking of sluts kicking off. <laughs> Whoa! Wow. He said you have a giant butthole, sir. Oh.
2: How can I how can I follow any of that up with a giant butthole? If you have a giant butthole, then you know all about. McSauce.com and the fabulous works there. Pieces of art and literature, if you will, and podcast. Butthole art. Butthole art, if you're a fan of such things. Um if you're listening to this and you probably stumbled upon this or unearthed it at iTunes McSauce.podomatic.com stitcher radio. If you found this in the iTunes store, please do us a solid. Write a review. The more reviews we get, the more gold we get in our treasure chest. Wouldn't that be nice? And we're collecting gold. So if you would like to help us out, please do so. Like us on Facebook. We've gotten a couple new likes on Facebook this week. And uh, it, it's always cool because we can talk to our fans that way directly. Will not Paul because he... Is in the Stone Ages and will not uh, join Facebook. Ever. The kid doesn't book face. Uh, the kid. Uh, the kid. You can follow us on Twitter. Gint. At Gint underscore McSauce. At The Sauce. At little Depressed Matt. At Cerebris. Direct message us. Send us any kind of fun stories that you find in the Twitterverse. We always enjoy things like that. This week on a Fireside Chat After Dark Part 2 uh, Here, myself and Dominic Yossi As we discuss all the uh, evils of modern living Like uh, women and all uh, well, of that <laughs> And you can hear me get drunk Two modern. hours into the podcast yes. What's
0: nice about listening to Ian on another podcast Is that it's not just Matt and I That he enjoys arguing with Oh, okay, it's There's other everybody. People. Yeah, I yeah. get in a pretty
2: heated debate with uh, Brandy on there. Uh, you can also hear tales
3: from Mike Holshue.
0: It's sex tales. It's funny hearing the same tones that we get on a weekly basis.
3: It's the same excitement, but on different topics.
1: Yeah. Did yeah. you say to Brandy, "Would you not agree"? <laughs> oh, I totally did. <laughs> Don't you think? Don't, Don't you? Wouldn't think? you agree?
2: Just like that. But, yeah, it was on uh, politics and racism oh, as race. opposed to Ben Affleck and uh, Brian Cranston.
0: The less important issues. Correct. Politics and racism. Cor-
2: yes, correct. <laughs> so if you enjoy... Something we can't do anything about.
0: <laughs> right.
2: But we can do stuff about Ben Affleck. We sure can. But, yeah, if you uh, enjoy me and Dominic... Check out a Fireside Chat after dark. You can hear more of me and Dominic Yosi.
0: Who doesn't want more of Ian Sharpley?
2: I agree. That's why I went on the podcast. Haven't met a man who said he didn't want more of Ian Sharpley.
0: <laughs> Tom, you don't go to participate. You go to listen to Ian. I do. Yell at other podcasters.
2: I'm a very passionate
0: young man or old man, old depending man. upon who you ask. Old man sauce. Yeah. <laughs> That's the next McSauce uh, event we're doing. Old Man
2: Sauce. Old Man Sauce. I uh, like it. Uh-huh. Just like Old Man Logan. Well, that's technically what we're doing right now in the comic strip. Days of Future Past. No. no old we'll
0: Man just... Logan and Days of Future Past are different <laughs> stories. Have you read those? Are you familiar with the X-Men? Are you well,
2: familiar with what Well, I am familiar. I was just saying in the future kind of things, I guess. But, uh, Dystopian future. If, if you want to be specific, I guess, I guess you're right. I guess we're not doing that. Check out the comic strip if you want to see what we're arguing about <laughs> right now.
3: You're saying old man Dom, like, I think. Well, well he's not Dom. really old. He's just no, more like Cable. Dom. I don't yeah, know what he is. Dom cable in future. you Cable. Dom I deal. age very well, though. So thank you, guys. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, you're welcome. We we enjoy drawing you, Dom. Chiseled, handsome <laughs> features. So anyway, this week on the podcast that you're listening to, we're going to discuss the topic that.
0: Blew up the internets. Ben Affleck, Dark Knight. Let's jump right in. I think some of us who have seen each other since the news broke purposefully stayed away from getting too deep into this topic so that we could share right here. So let's start with Captain Quiet himself, Matt Cassell. Matt, where were you when the news broke? Do you remember what you were doing when you first heard... Ben Affleck was going to be Batman.
1: Yes. Uh, I was at Arby's. You were not on the toilet. Is that true? That is true. I did not shit myself when I, <laughs> when I found out about the news. No, I was at Arby's because I was driving home in a hurricane. Um, the rain was, like, so bad that the roads were flooding. This was, uh, what, Thursday night? Where were you? <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think, I haven't heard anything about a hurricane in the news Yeah, there, there was like, the skies just open and like it was an epic thunderstorm It wasn't that long, but it was so like heavy and fast that the roads flooded And I was like, you know what, I think I'd just be safer at Arby's While I'm here, I'm going to get some dinner I just had my trusty iPhone, so I got it out and went on IGN.com A personal favorite of mine that, I burned some bridges with IGN A long time ago They got a
0: little too biased I don't feel like they were giving I don't feel like they were giving certain Giving certain creators a fair shake Which creators would those be Paul? Other creators too much of a fair shake Like how they couldn't get enough of Graham Morrison's cock and balls in their mouth At one time Like that dude could have taken a shit in their mouths And then have been like oh my god it tastes like chocolate
2: Oh it does doesn't it?
0: And I, I had enough of IGN. I had to I had to quit. And we're not we can't get on IGN at work anyway. So, oh, you can't on your phone if we're not connected to the server.
3: Really, even even on your cell phone? No, you can't. If on your you're phone. connected wirelessly, right? They have that shut down.
1: Wow. Yeah. yeah. So you just go on like your LTE. If you have yeah, an you, you have to turn off the Wi-Fi. Right. So uh, yeah, I was at Arby's. I was enjoying a. Um, Believe it's an ultimate turkey club and curly fries. Nothing like getting the turkey and a, at and the a roast
0: beef place and yes. a
1: Dr Pepper, I think. And uh, and I was on IGN and I saw the news and I immediately had to make a phone call to my to my trusty friend Paul, who ignored my my call. Just let it go right to voicemail. Hmm. I didn't even hear
0: it right.
2: Would you imagine that the Rainstorm was God's wrath, making a comment on this news.
1: <laughs> uh, it's awfully coincidental. So, so I texted my my two co-hosts, and I just said something like, "Ben Affleck is Batman," um, and uh, I know I, where this is going. <laughs>
0: And I said, "I'm busy catching up on Pretty Little Liars. I don't have time for this." <laughs> and I didn't get it till the next day, and I was like,
1: "Yep, it's okay." <laughs> yeah, Ian had a thing or two to say about it. I'll let him get into it.
2: I did, but it was it was like a day later. Like I really yeah. didn't learn about it you, until
1: you certainly had strong opinions. He brought some of that
0: verb, like he did a few episodes ago for Beale's villains. I don't remember that. He did a little research. I don't. I don't he attached remember. pictures.
1: Oh, I, I
2: just—you know—I'm a man of facts and uh,
1: thorough thoroughness. Facts, just like how we three, the image comic by Grant Morrison. I didn't say correct facts, <laughs> just facts. <laughs> uh, so anyway, my opinion: uh, Ben Affleck is going to be um, who? Batman. He's going to be Batman. I think. <laughs> I, my initial reaction was, I like it. Um, and I'll tell you why. Because I didn't... Daredevil didn't pop into my head when I when I read that. What popped into my head was the most recent thing I've seen him in. Which is uh, Argo. He was really good in Argo. Yeah, not only was he good in Argo, but I was thinking about his physical presence. He... Is built like a brick shit house. He's like way he's, more filled out than yeah, he was he's back in... Back, he's bigger back... He's a lot bigger now than he was Daredevil. He's, yes. he, kinda, he filled out. Yeah, he did. It's like he's kind of grown into his, his baby fat that he used to have in his mall rat days. Although, was that baby fat or just fat, Paul?
3: He, def- oh. he was definitely fatter. Because I just watched mall rats and you see it. He was, you see yeah. his face is just... Like he just was, just he was a little husky, jizzle. but I
0: think he was also, like, 25 at that point. Yeah. Yeah, he was a 25-year-old. Yeah, he was working it off. Yeah. But now, he's a specimen.
1: He kind of is, yeah. And 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 he, I think, now that he's a bit more mature or older, um, I like that Batman's going to have a little bit of, um, kind of, age to him. Especially oh. to play off a younger Superman I think that's going to be very interesting. Um, we know that he's got We got to figure
3: Superman so doesn't age. So by having an older Batman kind of kind of makes you think that Superman Su- doesn't age? Is Does he have a vampire? <laughs> no, he's like, he's ages slower. Isn't he always he always has a childish look even in Dark Knight Returns? Where are you pulling this from, sir? Dark Knight Returns. It's an old ass Batman and a still a young Clark Kent, a young Superman.
1: How did he age to like his early 30s in normal I, I, pace? I, I don't
3: know how they did that. But they always always been So once he hit his 30s Have you yeah. ever seen a super old superman?
1: Yeah, can How can't come.
0: come? Okay, But so, okay, that was, okay, Kingdom Come Superman wasn't super old, old Superman. Yeah,
2: that's he true. Ages, I don't think there has Come, ever been super old Superman. Age is really slow. He ages okay, slow. so that's fair. Dom's not totally crazy, but it's not the but, hu- it's not the vault hu-
3: of age that no. you're like he's he's the
1: undead. No, he's no he's
3: not the undead. He's not a sparkly vampire. He's better than that.
1: So, uh, I think that Ben Affleck has the look. I think he's he's got the Bruce Wayne look, you know. They're gonna he's got the dark hair and in um, the build and everything. But he doesn't and, have the blue eyes, and he'll be able to go.
3: Is Batman think, known for his blue eyes? Kind of
1: toe to toe with. I mean, Henry Cavill talk talk about like a specimen. That dude is like just a monster, and I think that Ben Affleck will get into probably not quite that blown up, but. Even more so than he looked in Argo, which in Argo he was pretty fucking big. So, I, I think for the first time he's gonna f- like just feel like he's got like the the weight of the character. Man, Ben Affleck so, is a
2: tall motherfucker, 6'4". Six, four. Six, six, four, six, four. Four. Wow, that's a great Batman height. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's gonna he's gonna be pretty good. I think. I think the the haters are gonna be. Pleasantly surprised. If you're going to dig into
0: comic book minutia, Superman was always a couple inches taller than Batman. So Henry Cavill's going to need some lifts, because he's only 6'1".
2: They'll borrow those from the X-Men movie that they used on, uh, on Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman. <laughs> well, in reverse.
0: So I was, I was looking at the latest cover of X-Men, and it has... Wolverine and Jubilee like hugging on the cover. Who's a tiny Asian girl? Who's a yeah? And she only like comes up to his chin. So Wolverine's really little in the comics. So how little is she if she only comes up to his chin?
1: Yeah, those are some I think tiny he's maybe characters. 5'3", something like
0: that. Do you think he would be that smart? so? Does I Jubilee always... qualify for midget status? I would always.
2: I would imagine that he would be five four.
1: Okay, that's five a, four. That's five,
2: a five five maybe. So that's, don't get crazy.
0: <laughs> I'm going with five.
2: Certainly five. not six one, because that would make Jubilee a realistic five even five one. <laughs> Do you think?
3: Yeah that that wouldn't that wouldn't be out of out of hand. I would I fi- figure Wolverine to be about like five four ish, five three. Definitely, because yeah. if the average height's like six foot. And he's, that's still a good eight inch difference. That's, Matt, how tall are, tall you?
1: are you? Uh, 5'10. And three old. quarters. 5'6. <laughs> 5'6? Five, six. Five, six? Yeah, no, you're not. Are you? Yeah. How tall are you? Are you are
2: you 5'8? Five, five, how tall are you, Dom? About 5'7, five, 5'7 five and, and a half.
0: That's When Dom and know. I took I our, all f- you guys were shorter than I than you When are. Dom and I took our prom picture. Yeah, at, we, yeah. At the Saxman wedding. We were, we were almost we
1: head-to-head. <coughs> head. We were almost yeah. paired up, yeah. yeah.
2: Okay, so you, you would imagine that Wolverine would be a little shorter than you guys, do you think? I would figure so, yeah.
1: Yeah, maybe my height. Okay, I would
2: say so. You kind of got, if you grew those mutton chops out, you got that Wolverine look, too. Thank you.
0: He's the best at what he does. Which is podcasting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unless you come at Ian with that question, then he's going to argue with you about it.
2: <laughs> I have no argument. I can't argue with the truth right in front of my eyes, sir.
1: So, okay, I gave my opinion. I like it. I think it's going to be a pleasant surprise for the people that aren't on board. Stom. Um, I'm in.
3: I liked it. Uh, I first heard it. I took me a couple seconds. I thought about <laughs> it. I was okay with it. I liked his performance in Daredevil. I did not like the movie of Daredevil. Like I, th- I really think the bad part about the movie was the movie plot itself. But Ben Affleck did okay. He's gotten a lot better in his I, with his acting skills since Daredevil. He's done a lot of good things, so I'm 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 okay with it. I liked it. I got no arguments with the uh, with the casting.
1: Yeah, I think his Daredevil performance. Um was was okay. Uh, he, it didn't, was he didn't
3: play a good blind man. Like when you saw the glaze over his eyes and he's staring up at the ceiling yeah. trying to pretend to be blind, that wasn't good. But no. once he was in the costume, I think he did okay. Or when he had sunglasses on. I particularly like, didn't as long as like
1: you didn't like see costume. his
2: eyes,
3: I think you were okay with it. He the, played a shitty redhead. The leather dominatrix
2: outfit?
1: Yeah, and and he had like that cap. It wasn't part of like a cowl.
2: Yeah, it was definitely separate.
1: Yeah, and and it looked kind of absurd.
2: Daredevil was a movie that did not age well. When I saw it originally in 2003, I was I was excited. I liked this movie at that time better than the original Spider-Man movie. I agree. What? Dare- when it came out, I, did. I loved I did. Daredevil.
1: I did. Wow. How old were you then? I was
2: thirteen.
1: So the thirteen-year-old Ian Sharpley was a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: my feelings! Now Matt is a big supporter of the first Spider-Man movie. I still
2: don't like that first Spider-Man movie all that much, but I will completely retract so the my statement.
1: Thirty-four-year-old Ian Sharpley is a dumb. No, I'm just kidding. That's rude.
2: He's thirty-three, son. Are you thirty-three? I am thirty-three. I'm a young
1: young man. Young okay.
2: buck. Mm-hmm. Young buck. But um. I watched it recently, um, not as good as... Uh, I would say on par with the original Spider-Man movie. There are, still, there are fatal flaws in each each movie. I know that you're making a face you just and, said, and pain. You
0: just said Daredevil is as good as the first Spider-Man.
2: Yes, that's what I said.
1: And you, you stand by that.
0: I stand by that Carl I, I agree with that. The what first is wrong Spider-Man? with that
1: half of the table?
0: That is, that is the most absurd thing that's been stated tonight so far. Bullseye was a bad character.
1: I thought he was going to say bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> he
3: have just said. bullshit. Bullshit. Good character. Um, no, Bullseye was a bad character. I was okay with Kingpin being Michael Clark Duncan. I didn't flip. I, I didn't fanboy angry like fanboy rage over that.
0: I did. See I, I, I didn't. Paul, know.
1: why did you rage over that?
0: Because I prefer all of my superhero characters to be white. Correct. Correct. Anyway, and male, so too. What, Don't know. forget that one, ladies. Including Falcon and Power Man. Oh, Jesus. Could you imagine a
2: white... Who would play Power Man if he were white? Vin Diesel. Done. He's not white. <laughs> Next subject. Bum. Next. He's white? Vin Diesel is
0: white? He's close enough.
2: He's not close enough. You know what? He can straddle the line between a lot
0: of races. He's not... White is not one of them. He's not... Mixoff's favorite Dwayne Johnson. He yeah, can play he's, any race on the. No, playoffs. he's close to it. I uh, no, no. Dwayne Johnson gets a serious tan. He could play you. So could the well. so Vin Diesel, ben Diesel was Diesel. black
2: in a bunch of movies, the though. Fuck out. He, he was, was in a movie in. in
0: what? What movie <laughs> was Vin Diesel? A Man <laughs> black. Apart.
2: A Man Apart. He was
0: black uh, I in that saw movie, that. according, according, to, to, according to, He was, according was fucking black! Man, he stood next to cracker ass Paul Walker the whole movie. He was super white. That's Fast and Furious. You're not even
2: looking at the right movie. Referencing a Fast McSauce strip, he was also in a movie called Pitch
0: Black. And, he, and, and <laughs> what was it? He was the main character
1: in that movie.
0: Wasn't Paul Walker in A Man Apart?
2: No. Who was no. the
0: other dude in A Man Apart?
2: Lorenzo T. A dude. black
0: guy! Yeah, but he so was, was also David black. He was a black... It was black all black. It well, totally wasn't. Get out of here. Anyway.
2: anyway. Daredevil, Spider-Man, equally as shitty.
0: No. Because the bad things about Spider-Man can revolve around the Green Goblin portrayal and outfit. But all the acting performances in Spider-Man were good. Daredevil is wobbly all the way through. Did you, did you watch um, the director's cut that had
3: the extended Coolio scene?
0: I'm an Affleck supporter, and that was not his not his best work. Even Jennifer Garner. How about this? I will say Garner that was terribly
1: cast.
2: That I I liked it as much as. Spider-Man. Maybe it's my love for Spider-Man, and I wanted a little bit better of a movie, which I eventually got in the Amazing. No, in Spider-Man Two. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Can we agree that Spider-Man Two is one of the best superman, super movie, superhero movies? <laughs> I don't know. Super. Super. Agreeing on it's still it's still super crazy.
1: super super. It's a super movie. yeah. It's a
2: super movie. Can we agree that it's super? Yeah. All right, yeah. super. I like it.
1: I think one and two though are very good. Eh.
2: I won't, I won't say that one is crap, but I don't like it all that much.
1: One's a not? Uh, sorry. sorry. That's fine. Two's, two's That's where it's at. Three's fine. not as good.
2: Three is
3: shit. Three is not good.
2: And then we differ on our can opinions we, on Amazing we, Spider-Man. Can
3: we agree that Daredevil was better than Spider-Man 3? No. Oh, jeez. Wow. Daredevil's rough.
1: Daredevil's, Daredevil's really rough. It's
3: not that bad. It's,
2: it's not as bad
1: as
3: Spider-Man 3.
1: Daredevil's awful.
2: Spider-Man 3 is awful for a lot of reasons. Spider-Man
1: 3 has... Performance,
2: character choice...
1: Yes, you're right, but it they did a really great job of casting Sandman, and Sandman up until the end was really well casting done. Casting
2: can only take you so far.
1: Right, but at least it has that bright spot. Daredevil has nothing.
2: I don't think that you... It was such a miss with Affleck as Daredevil. I don't think that Jennifer Garner was all that oh, bad. Oh, she was horrible. I, I don't think she was all that bad. She's I as is as,
1: as a white chick can get, like... Maybe it's just my love for Jennifer she's Garner. blonde hair away from being, like, too white. Colin I mean, Farrell. She's you, supposed to be a Latin character. If
0: you take she's supposed to be Greek. She's Greek? yeah, yeah Greek. She's Greek. Yeah. yeah, okay,
1: sorry. Jesus, Paint come on. With sorry. that
2: broad brush. How dare you? <laughs> um Colin That's like Colin Vin a white. That's like um, Colin Kingpin silly. white. <laughs> Michael Clark Duncan, good Kingpin. I don't care what Paul's Nazi ass says. Colin Farrell actually was a great bullseye It was all the things around him that
1: were wacky. You mean like his unibrow? I, you don't like his acting at all, right? I don't like him. Actually, I have to say this about Vin Diesel, or what's his name again? His
2: name is Colin Farrell, but we can talk about Vin Diesel.
1: I happen to like almost everything I've ever seen him in, but I just, I feel like the real guy, I hate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I get it, I get it. It's hard for me to distinguish. To get past Colin Farrell. Exactly. To pay attention to the role Colin playing. Farrell. Exactly. Dick. Yes. Right. Like, he was in the remake of Fright Night a couple years ago. He played the, the vampire. And he was really good in it, and he was, like, I liked him a lot, but it's fucking Colin Farrell. I agree.
2: He's a dick, but... I think that Bullseye his representation of how fucking like unstable and crazy Bullseye bit, really yeah. is in in the comic books yeah. that's pretty it, it it's pretty close to what Bullseye yeah. really is all the the trench coat the and trench the Bullseye code on Bullseye. the head yeah. and all that stuff that could have been toned down a little but bit
1: but with that in mind they in the comic books they mirrored that to an extent with the portrayal of Bullseye in the Punisher Max Title uh, that was written by Garth Ennis and drawn it wasn't written by Ennis
2: Jason Aaron but oh you're right yeah but, it was Jason but drawn Aaron. by Steve Dillon Steve
1: Dillon right and that was a brand new like uh, fresh standalone take on the Punisher and the Kingpin and Bullseye
2: and Electra is a different version. All of those characters are slightly different right. than the ones that you would read in the Six One Six. Right,
1: and it was like it, w- it was like a separate universe or something, uh, which I didn't realize at first. I-, I didn't really understand what was happening in the first couple issues, and then I was like, "Oh, this they're like rebooting it, basically."
2: It's almost it reads almost like The Dark Knight Returns, where, because Frank Castle. Is very old. He's aged appropriately. If he was a Vietnam vet, he would be in his late fifties, early sixties. I don't
1: think he's that old. Either.
2: He's pretty old he's in that old. one. He's supposed to be Don really that old? old.
3: I don't. I. I that was. This is when I was out of comics, so I don't. Are know. you sure? Mm, you are in. I, I know. This is recent. Wait, when
1: you said you got back in a year before New Fifty Two?
3: Yeah, about a year. This is recent. I don't know. I don't, know. Just recent enough that I don't I pro- know. I probably I didn't. Pick uh, you it up. might. Yeah. You. But you I know. Bro- that Frank, I picked Frank, it Frank up. Castle all is price. supposed to be, Vietnam vet. So um, I would say he should be in late 50s. They make reference to this guy's fucking
2: old. At as what dirt. point? Blah blah blah. Let me
1: ask you this: At what point are they going to change him from a Vietnam vet
2: to Iraqi w- war vet?
1: Iraqi war vet.
2: I would imagine that's coming up pretty soon. This this last version of him, which. I thought he was supposed to be really old. It still felt okay, but it's almost the last gasp. You can't have somebody that that's old, that is that old, fighting these other criminals and superheroes, supervillains, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, that, but that was a great that was a great um,
1: storyline. Did you enjoy that version of Bullseye? Um, yeah, he was nuts. He was way more nuts than he was in the in the Daredevil movie, um, but. He was cool. Like, didn't he torture uh, a family or something like that where he pretended to be the the husband? Like, he killed the husband and he was going to pretend that was him or something?
2: In order for him to find the Punisher, because that's what happens, Kingpin hires the most notorious assassin, who is Bullseye. In order for him to do that, Bullseye tells the Kingpin that he has to experience what happened Frank Castle so he does he, kid, he kidnapped a family pretends to be Frank Castle with his family um, and, and tortures them and tortures everybody um, to kind of get in the mindset of Frank Castle he, he was way more nuts than, the, the, than any version of Woolseye I think yeah. I liked it
1: I didn't know that you're a Punisher fan I love the Punisher yeah. I almost bought a Punisher t-shirt at Target this weekend you should have I know and they also had um, a Batman T-shirt that I, I wanted to buy. Like the
3: classic yellow, yes. orange, no, the no. yellow oval,
1: the, the 60s style with the face on. And the oh Batman on the oh yeah, I have Rome almost I, all black. I should get the them both. I'm gonna get them both. Go, go back there. Right now. Yeah, I can make it back for hour two. Or you You'll could have had a red America.
2: Daredevil shirt, which I should have worn. To this podcast you because... This is the Daredevil podcast. This is the Daredevil podcast.
1: That's true. Do you, Ian... I know we're, we're going off the rails a little bit here, Paul. And I can see that you hate that.
2: He loves the rails.
1: Paul <laughs> loves rails. I love being rails. <laughs> I don't get it. So, Ian. I hate Ian, <laughs> Yes. Do you have a favorite Daredevil story? Do I have a
2: favorite Daredevil story? Probably um, Guardian Devil, Kevin Smith, Joe Casada, that first run. Um, I believe you mean Joe Husada. Jesus fucking Christ. Joe Hasada, is, is that? No, it's not. Nah. Stop it. Guardian Devil, it was. Uh, Mar- it kicked off the Marvel Knights universe. Um, it introduced and then quickly killed mysterio as uh a villain competing with daredevil and he the the angle that it took was you didn't know who was this main villain and they build him up for for probably seven or eight issues you find out at the at the tail end and daredevil's pretty let down by the fact that it wasn't even one of his villains i feel like not
1: only was daredevil let down but so were readers with that ending. And were you were you let down by that? I was okay with
2: it. I was okay with it. I thought it was a cool twist because then Mysterio went into he never measured up to Spider-Man was, and he yeah, always yeah, felt yeah. second tier. It
1: was it was cool to see that it was Mysterio, but it was a letdown kind of the way it was done like it's like Mysterio was like, "Yeah, I'm a I'm a B-lister." And he like he he didn't Killed Devil you want a little minute. more bravado from your
0: Mysterio? Well,
1: he he had done so much cool stuff leading up to it. When you finally realize who it is, he like kind of lived up to his billing at that mm. point. Not well, he
2: killed somebody at the end of it. We
1: can say who he killed.
2: He killed himself at the end of it.
1: Oh, well, yeah, he did.
2: But... He also killed...
1: Didn't he kill... Uh, he killed...
2: Didn't he kill... Did Foggy? Th- no, or No, he killed uh, Karen, Karen? Karen Page. Karen Page? Is it yeah. Karen, yeah. Karen Page? Karen
1: Page, who? Yeah. Who weirdly Kevin Smith, in the first issue of that, I believe, like established that she had AIDS from her career in porn.
2: Right, but I'm into that.
1: AIDS, AIDS. That's was, weird.
2: Uh, porn, AIDS? <laughs> porn
1: AIDS. Porn
2: AIDS. Porn AIDS. Porn AIDS. Yes. Porn No, I'm, I'm into him putting that level of uh, you know hard realism onto that character.
1: Yeah, it was it was a really good. Uh, debut for kevin smith that was the first thing that he ever wrote yeah i
2: think that was a turning point in comic books honestly because you could see that a director who at that point was had been a very successful director came into comic books and that allowed other people um tv writers started writing comic books at that point um uh, you know novelists started writing comic books and it was it was a big shift in taking
0: the medium seriously brad Meltzer gets shit on for all of the comic book work that he does but i would take every brad meltzer written comic book over anything grant morrison has done in a heartbeat
1: well, how do we figure grant morrison into this conversation
0: just comparing and contrasting anything? a writer that i really enjoy like brad Meltzer. Who's not a comic writer Who's a novelist right. Who came into the comic book field From another profession Like what, Kevin Smith
1: What has Brad Meltzer Written? Identity Crisis
3: He did a couple Justice Leagues He did uh, Tornadoes Path
0: Yeah and he did The two Green Arrow Trades Did two
3: Green Arrow Trades Yeah I read both what, of them
1: What novels Has he written?
3: I can't tell you what he's done. He's, he's done a lot. Is he like he's, a
1: mystery, fantasy? He's, uh, like he's a mystery He's like a political spy. Yeah. Guy. Oh, okay. That's he's,
0: kind of... Um, political, true like story. Like Da Vinci story. Type yeah. stuff.
1: Ooh, yeah. okay.
0: I haven't read any any of his novels, but... I know that he's, he does he's award-winning comments, winning
3: across them. Everything he does is award-winning.
0: I've heard the so, name. I just...
1: I don't know if I've heard it. He, he, also, he by him.
3: You might also know that like, he did, like, Brad Meltzer's Decoded, like, yeah. on Discovery <laughs> Channel. No? Okay.
1: All right, so... Dom, do you have a favorite I know we're going Daredevil here, but Daredevil's fucking cool and That's I like it, so let's story. talk about Daredevil. Dom, do you have a favorite Daredevil?
3: Uh or I'm Ian? gonna go with Ian, it's gotta be Guardian Devil. Guardian Devil. Yeah. It's good stuff. I the most recent I, I still get Here Comes Daredevil on a on a monthly basis. The the ongoing Daredevil book. I get that. It had its ups and down. It's really good right now. The Is one
1: that one it's written called? by Mark Wade? It's
0: dot 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 here comes Daredevil, but I think Is that, that the Mark Wade book? Yeah. So it's Daredevil. It's Daredevil, yeah.
3: I don't know why it has the Here Still Comes title. But um, the new watch. run's pretty good. <laughs> I, I've um, been wanting to
1: read that. The last, other
3: other than that, most thing, read, most thing no, I, I read...
1: The current... The, the current yeah, run? Yeah.
3: Um, I also enjoyed... Uh, they did what? End of Days was... Oh, yeah, yeah. End great movie. Great movie. bet Great movie... Bad, bad miniseries. It was a great eight-
2: early two thousands soundtrack. Limp Biscuit, porn, Eminem. Look out now! Get out of here. Oh,
3: that was an amazing soundtrack, by the way. I liked it. And, uh, back on track. Your Paul, your opinion on? It's Marvel. I don't give a shit about Daredevil. No, oh. no, no we're, I'm going back to the original topic of.
1: Damn, I wanted oh, to we're jump not on gonna, him. him. I wanted to get to my favorite Do you Daredevil.
0: have a favorite Daredevil story? It's Guardian Devil, because I've only read two Daredevil, Daredevil stories. Two One what? was Frank? Two to Daredevil <laughs> stories. <laughs> One where you read And Daredevil Yellow by Loeb and Sale, because... I never read that. How was it? Loeb and Sale are where it's at. It was all right. It was fine. Yeah.
1: It was good. Yeah, I was haven't
0: fun. read any of the color. I haven't read Hulk not Gray. Not as good I as I their, read... their best works.
2: Spider Man Blue. Spider Man Blue. fucking awesome. Put that against anything in in my library. Spider Man Blue. That's true.
0: But it's not just the color stuff, but just the the entire Loeb and Sale collection, including Superman for All Seasons, Batman, Long Halloween, and Dark Victory. Maybe not Challengers of the Unknown, which was their first collaboration. Which was a stinker. But yeah, Spider Man Blue, Long Halloween, for All Seasons. Those are just incredible books across the board daredevil wasn't that good but it, was, it was, it's good it's an entertaining read you didn't like it no i didn't so you went you read it and gave it a negative rating
2: i would give it a five out of ten stars that's probably that was a like C. a flat line i was like eh.
1: a lot of people seem to really like the brian michael bendis or the uh the Ed Brubaker runs on Daredevil. Is that very crime-nuancers Those are the style. runs that
0: involve Alex Malieve.
1: Alex Those Malieve, are... and then the guy that draws, like, Alex Malieve that worked with Brubaker.
0: David
2: Mack, I believe is his name is. No,
1: David no. Mack came before uh, Malieve. David Mack followed Cusada.
2: Did he not have also some sort of... Uh, Michael Lark. Is Michael Lark that the guy right. we're talking about? Okay. Right.
1: Yeah, David Mack had that very watercolor, Japanese-inspired. Yeah, you're He right. even wrote a couple issues that were very bizarre, um, very artistic take on the character. But my personal favorite Daredevil story is, without a doubt, Frank Miller's The Man Without Fear miniseries that retells the origin with art by the great John Romita Jr.
2: John Ramita's been junior has been around for so long that his art has it. He's he's gone through four decades of being a solid penciler that's gotten a lot of work and it's changed a lot. Yeah, from not four 80.
1: decades.
2: He wasn't in the eighties, nineties, two thousands, and now. That's four. That yeah, you're touching. Four. I mean, I'm not saying total. You're well, not forty years. But you're touching okay, four decades. Okay,
1: okay, fair enough.
2: So. Changed a lot from that time. <laughs>
1: uh, the, the Man Without Fear, the, the five-issue miniseries by Frank Miller, came out in the early to mid-90s, 93, and, uh, 94. And at that point, that is r- around when the current John Romita Jr. style was kind of being established. Um, and then shortly after that, then he started his run on Spider-Man, which is phenomenal in my opinion. Um, and I would love it if he would come back and draw Spider-Man.
2: He was one of my favorite Spider-Man artists. That JMS stuff was really, really quality. Yeah,
1: He needs to quit wasting his time with trash like Kick-Ass and draw one of the, the, the real classic superheroes. Oh, he, he does isn't Captain he on, America. Yeah,
2: I was going to say, isn't he on Cap right It's now? It's a
1: really bizarre take on Cap. It's very sci-fi. Um, and have I've, and have I've you struggled. been getting it? I've read a couple of them, and i struggled to get into it, and I really want to get into it. It's written by Rick Remender, who wrote a series that I really liked. The first thing I ever read by him, which was called Fear Agent, uh, Image put it out. It had art by uh, Tony Moore of um, The Walking Dead fame. Uh, very very cool '70s style inspired sci-fi with like kind of a cartoon style to it. Uh, but other stuff by Remender that I've read, I haven't been into as much. So check out
2: the first arc of Uncanny X-Force. Uh, Remender did. It was um,
0: pretty good. Good stuff. Hunting John. down. What's up? John Ramita Jr.'s first work. In U.S. comic books was in 1977.
2: So that would Ooh, be five, five decades. decades.
1: Five decades. That makes him what?
2: Fifty-seven 50? years old.
1: Is he fifty-seven? Oh my yeah. god! He
2: got a real early start since his dad was working in comics. I think he started probably as soon as they could legally mm-hmm. get him and to what draw What
1: I want to know is where is John Ramita the third, and why is he not drawing?
0: Probably too much. Pressure from his pops and grandpops. Who is more,
2: um, who's more universally loved, the first or the second or junior?
1: I would have to go with John Ramita Senior um, because I feel like he defined one of the most iconic characters in, in Lobo in, in pop culture, <laughs> which is Booster Spider Gold. Man, which hey, to hey, this hey, day, that that okay. rendition of Spider Man is kind of like the the universally accepted version of the character.
2: It's too... It's like John Byrne's version of Superman. Everybody knows what that... If you are going to say, this is Superman, that's probably what you're going to use, is John Byrne.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm not a big fan of John Romita Sr.'s Spider-Man because I don't like... I don't like bulky Spider-Man. Yeah. I prefer him to be a little more lean. You yeah. don't want Spider-Man a to have a couple of cheeseburgers. A little he's, more Mark Bagley.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's definitely a, a bulkier character. It's so polished and so pretty, though. But um, Eric Larson tweeted uh, this week, actually, that he prefers Steve Ditko's version of Spider-Man to John Romita Jr.'s. John Romita, Or John Romita Sr.'s. John Romita Sr.'s version of... Spider Man was husky. Was was very, very polished and pretty and kind of flawless really. And needed big boy pants. You'll, you'll get your turn. <laughs> <laughs> uh Steve Ditko's version of Spider-Man had a creepy aspect to it, which being a spider character is kind of important, which I believe Todd McFarlane, Eric Larson brought to the character. Mark Bagley brought that to the character.
2: I think Mark Bagley's character was more polished. I think that Bagley Spider-Man was... It, it, it no. always felt more polished than Larson and McFarlane and even Ramita Jr. afterwards.
1: Uh, polished technically, yeah, but I think the poses and things like that that he was in were, like, inhuman, so that's where I kind of think that he brought that kind of creepy aspect. Hmm. So anyway, we were talking Batman and Ben Affleck.
0: We were, and then I left for a second, and it was the mix Sauce Daredevil podcast. This is the Daredevil podcast. Excuse me? This is the Daredevil podcast. We're talking Ben Affleck, right? I
2: suppose. So, Paul, getting back to on topic, back to the rails as you like to be on, what was your initial reaction since you didn't give me and Matt and Dom any kind of initial reaction via text message?
0: I had to fight loving it from as soon as I heard. Because you hate love. And I slept on it. Because you I, love sleep, and when I fuck, do I love sleep? And when I woke up, I found I loved it even more. Very nice. I mean, I mean, we're getting we're. I think, I think we're gonna get the Batman on screen that right. I haven't gotten since Batman the Animated Series. Did I
2: send that to you guys? You guys might get the Batman you've been looking for.
3: Is this the one we deserve, though?
2: That's
0: well, the one that you will get. Damn it, you <laughs> like it. <laughs> He's gonna be big. He's gonna be bulky. Besides, he he doesn't have those beautiful blue eyes like Bruce Wayne should have. Contacts. He no. Or you who, saw what happens. Or when who gives a shit? You get yeah, it's where where care. who gives a shit at this point? You saw what happens when you give someone who doesn't shouldn't have blue eyes, blue eyes in Fantastic Four, when. Jessica Alba looked like a fucking train wreck. She was not good. Well,
1: they gave her blonde hair and blue eyes. Exactly. And She white was skin. a fucking wreck.
0: She's that so, is she's a... She's so hot normally. Right. But she was a wreck in those movies. So, you know what? What terrible okay. casting that was. Give Ben Affleck some brown eyes. Give Bruce Bruce Wayne brown eyes. I think he's gonna be... He's gonna be good to go. I think they're gonna pull back on the back growl. I think we're gonna have a more subtle Kevin Conroy type... Bruce Wayne, Batman, voice change. I don't think you know we're gonna get whatever that silliness Christian Bale was doing all the whole time.
1: Ben Affleck actually has a uh, not as big a voice as you would think for his frame. He's a little understated. It, yeah, it's a little higher pitched than you would like. Um,
3: so, would his natural speaking voice be? To Bruce Wayne, and he's going to have to emphasize on the Batman.
1: Yeah, either that, or he'll have to resort to kind of a whispering style. I think, kind of like um, the Michael Keaton version. He's going to Michael Keaton to
2: really to a bit. really nailed the Bat voice. I think of all the Batman incarnations, taking out Kevin Conroy, um, I think that the live action Batman voice. Yeah. That was the best was Michael Keaton. I agree. I, well, okay. under
0: we put those movies under very close scrutiny and determined, and I think we both still agree, Ian and I, that Michael Keaton was the best Batman. Yes. If not the best Bruce Wayne. Um, I thought that we liked
2: Val Kilmer's Bruce Wayne a lot. Exactly.
0: We like Val Kilmer, Bruce Wayne, Michael Keaton, Batman. Matt has a look of disgust. Yeah, Matt likes. All kinds of Michael Keaton butthole.
1: I think that Val Kilmer was pretty good as both. But his Batman was weird. I, I mean, it was a little soft, I I'm, felt. I'm interested. But that
2: might be a Schumacher yeah, that's direction model. If,
1: what if it was Val Kilmer in the first Batman? You know, Picture him in that dark environment. Mad
2: Mardigan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Actually, I was thinking about... Because I love the movie Willow, by the way. Um, and I would probably take Willow yeah. over Lord of the Rings. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. So if we, wow. we go there. Yeah. Dom, reaction!
0: Ah, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> if we had a bold statement of the night award, I think that may win it. I don't know. That really
3: is. I'm sorry, guys, that's they, almost more blasphemy than me and Ian agreeing yeah, that, is. that Daredevil was better than Spider-Man. I
1: love Lord of the Rings. Um, and I think they're phenomenal. But but the thing that Willow has on its side for me is it's got nostalgia as well. Um, and it also has Val Kilmer as Mad Mardigan. There is not a character in any of the Lord of the Rings movies with nearly the charisma the, oh, no, no,
3: accent. not at all. Not at all. As a
1: matter of fact, I would Just go, give me a sword. I would go as far to say that Mad Mardigan has more charisma than Han Solo. Well,
0: see, and this, I was gonna... What? I was gonna augment your point. Well, that's kind of silly. But I'm I'm kind of on board that he has more charisma than anyone in Lord of the Rings. Because if you look at the analogous character from Lord of the Rings... You go to Aragorn, right. but the whole time, Aragorn's kind of broody, and he's he's just kind of cranky the whole time. He's, I don't want the crown.
3: I'm the last of yeah, my people. So yeah,
0: I have all this weight on my shoulders. Yeah. But Mad
1: Mardigan's a little more fun, like Han Solo.
0: He's
1: he's very similar to Han Solo, which you know is not surprising considering considering they're both characters created by George Lucas. What my, was my favorite timeout
2: visual point. <laughs> I love when Matt's making a particular point and he does this thing when he moves back and forth. Hey, I love that. I you you dart go. towards me and then towards Paul when you make a particular point that you, Depending that you like.
1: Depending on who I know is going to react. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're looking
2: for a reaction and you physically dart at us. It's funny as shit. We need to
1: make this a video podcast. But I,
2: but I love, I love the point that you made. That you know they are two Lucas characters. Why wouldn't they be equally and, as characters? And,
1: and, and you're bringing that. up Val Kilmer from uh, IMDb, and, and there's a, a current picture of him. That man has not aged well. Let it's me, fine. let me. It's unfortunate. I. I I, know, I looked him up earlier this week, and the reason why is there is a, a Val Kilmer, of course, direct-to-DVD uh, movie in the red box currently, like a new release. And I was like, oh my god, Val Kilmer is, is working, and he looks ancient. So I looked it up to see how old he is, and he's like in his mid-50s now, and he, he looks like he's in his mid-60s. But that means he was in his late 20s is mad martigan
0: yeah what's what's that, really weird that's
1: crazy he seems like he's at least 35 in that movie
0: what's what's weird about val kilmer is seeing him now when he's he's older he's gained a lot of weight and then looking at him when he was in the doors yeah when he was
1: arguably in the best shape of his life yeah he was like, in pretty good shape as batman yeah, but you don't really
0: get to see it like you do in the movies. And,
1: and he was also in good shape in in Willow. Yeah, yeah. so um, so speaking of Val Kilmer and Batman and the current Batman, um, he posted on Twitter. He, he said, "Give Ben a chance." So he's he's coming to Ben Affleck's
0: aid. It's hard. It's hard to argue that Ben Affleck doesn't have the the physical looks and stature to play Batman. But his acting chops are getting called in the question, too. And I disagree. I've seen a lot of Ben Affleck movies. Some, not so much. But, like, he really does a great job in some stuff. And I think... He was awesome in Phantoms. I think haters... He was awesome in in Phantoms. I think haters are gonna hate him. And I was shocked. They do that. that. I know. Because you (laughs) you sit next to one once a week. I was surprised at how much negative backlash there was.
3: There was a
0: lot immediately after it was announced. What really, what really surprised me was that all of the comic news outlets that I read, every time there's so many comic book movies coming out, so much, so much nerddom in the movies, and something gets announced, and fans freak out, and the sources that we go to for our information, you know, the writers, the editors, they're always the ones. With the level head saying, "Let's wait, let's take our time, see how it plays out, you know, let's get some more information, let's not jump to any conclusions." But they were the ones; they were immediately blowing things up, saying, "This was this is the worst move Warner Brothers could have made. I can't believe why they make this casting."
1: Wait, who said that?
0: Uh, a handful of editors and writers. From Newsarama, oh, cool. the Mary Sue, oh, okay, okay. and Comic Book Resources, I that I was to... surprised at because they're always they're always such yeah, they're dude. they're the ones telling crazy fans.
1: I thought you were relies. referring to comic writers and comic oh, book no, editors because no, no. I feel like all the creatives out there, whether they're actors, directors, comic book writers, comic news, everybody is kind of supportive of this. It's all kind of the, the ticket buyers that are like. Fuck this.
2: When I saw all this hate, I immediately went to the reaction that people had for Heath Ledger. Didn't we learn anything from that? That one of the most iconic representations of a comic book character came from somebody that everybody hated. Hated the fuck out of yeah, that trace.
1: I Yeah, I was particularly annoyed with that one because I... Unlike Batman, for the Joker, I had somebody specific in mind who I wanted it to be. I don't know who I wanted Batman to be. I didn't have that perfect candidate in my head.
2: When they announced Ben Affleck, I was like, wow, that makes sense. You know, they need an actor with a certain amount of box office draw, I think. I think for Batman, it needed to be somebody that was kind of established.
1: Well, when I first read the story, my reaction was... It's a joke. Bullshit. Like, like yeah, it, I had to remind myself it's not April 1st. And
2: <laughs> It's October somewhere, right? <laughs>
1: and, and I think I told Paul this uh, last week. I, I told him that I had the exact same reaction when I, when I read the story about Star Wars getting bought by Disney and there was going to be an episode 7. I thought, this has to be fake. And, and I didn't hate either story. I just didn't think either one could possibly be real. I don't think
3: I. When I heard both of those newses between a Star like Disney buying Star Wars and Ben Affleck being Batman, I tried to refrain from an initial reaction. Okay. I think, I, I honestly think I was like, Ben Affleck is Batman. And then I think I really just sat back and thought about it before I just jumped off the handle saying, that's a horrible idea. I. I probably sat back maybe like five minutes and just like let it sink in, mm-hmm. kinda weighed out my pros and cons, and I was just like,
0: I'm okay with it. What's what's kinda nice about the internet age is I've read a couple articles that have brought up Heath Heath Ledger message boards whenever that was announced. Yeah. And even this article when Michael Keaton was cast, when Mr. Mom when Mr. Mom was cast as Batman and people shit on that too. And even though Michael Keaton may be, may not
1: be my favorite Bruce Wayne, he's a good Batman. Yeah. Um, did you know that Bill Murray was the original choice to be Batman?
2: I did hear that. I think it was on some Kevin Smith podcast or something. Imagine
1: That's a that pretty
0: crazy-ass like. choice. Because he's even less attractive than Michael Keaton.
1: Yeah. The only yeah. problem that I would have had with that is he has kind of a pockmarked face that is kind of... Distinguishable. It's like, well, that's the part of your face I can see. So now we know Batman has a pockmarked and face, your, and
0: your Batman needs a flawless complexion,
1: F- flawless.
2: Like Michael Keaton yeah. or George Clooney. Of
1: course, Michael Keaton mm-hmm. has distinct lips. He does have he smoochy, does. He smoochy, smoochy lips.
3: <laughs> I've
0: come
1: to realize well,
3: both I, of you know the word smoochy lips.
0: <laughs> I think that comes, I think that comes from years of reading Frank Whitley comic books. Where he draws smoochy lips. He smoochy draws
3: the lips. smoochiest
2: Wolverine lips of all time. And
0: if and if Michael Keaton were drawn by any comic book character it, or comic book artist, it would be Frank. God Whiteley. damn, what I love Because he has smoochie that. lips. That's the noise they make. The Smoocheroo.
1: <laughs> so. um... Yeah, I'm, I'm down with this casting. Uh, the the casting that I absolutely hated at the time, and I obviously still do.
0: Are you looking at Ian
2: and I for a particular it, reason? Would you like us to guess? I can guess. Yeah, go for it. Andrew Garfield, Peter Parker. No,
1: I was in Batman. That was,
2: oh. was going to be my first
1: guess. Oh, uh, okay.
2: Well, high five on that.
1: Yeah, he does suck. But no, we're talking Whoa. about... Oh.
0: And that's a knock at the door. Is it? Is it? it?
1: Was yeah. Pizza time. Pizza time. Pizza time. There we go. Find out what Batman actor. Yeah. I, I yeah.
0: Who are you hating? hating now? It, what a great come cliffhanger! What a pizza break tease. Back from the break. I believe it's time for pizza count.
1: Dom. Four. Woo! Holy shit. Ian. Four. Whoa! Matt! I thought that side of the table felt slanted. (laughs) Two.
0: Three.
2: Alright. Yes. Pizza count in the house. We win! (laughs) 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 Woo! South side of the table. (laughs)
0: Southie, Southie, Southie. Southie. Before we left, Matt was going to tell us his least favorite Batman casting, I believe.
1: Now, is this live action? Yes, it is live action. Okay. Was it in a theatrical film? Sure was.
2: Animal, mineral, or vegetable?
1: You give up? It's George Clooney. Ding, 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 oh, ding, the Clooney! Ding, ding, ding. George Clooney played himself, and he just happened to put on a Batman costume in the process. Isn't he would that of, what Clooney does a lot, though? It's all he does. Yeah. He would have fucking sucked even if he was in the first Tim Burton movie. But that's also what Kevin Costner
0: does. Except Kevin Costner plays roles suited to Kevin Costner, like Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he if
2: didn't you look bother this. to have an accent, so yes. He did like a like five percent of the
1: time. Did he?
2: I haven't seen in a long time. That
0: movie that movie's still a good movie.
2: It is, it holds it, up brilliantly. Everybody it, else has an accent except for the main the title character.
1: Mad Money when
0: that came yeah. out. That was I a very popular movie. movie when it came I
1: out. I had a few of the action figures. I had Robin Hood. Robin I have I that know. song had running theme. in my head yes, right so now the one that I played for you during the one podcast you're like oh I don't know what song that is or are you thinking the
2: um, I'm thinking the Brian Adams Adams.
0: yeah I I was that's one of the fears I I was going to have about Affleck is that Affleck's such a big name he's such a big actor big persona that I'm afraid I'm not going to see Batman or Bruce Wayne I'm just going to see Affleck the whole time and that's something that was a problem with Clooney was that it was George Clooney.
2: But it felt like Clooney didn't give a shit. He was just like, "I'm here. I'm getting paid. Let's yeah, do this." That's thing.
0: Fair.
3: Well, for God's sakes, his bat suit had nipples. How can you really take that seriously?
1: Val Kilmer's had nipples. Too. Was
3: it Val
2: Kilmers? That's true. They
1: both did. They both did okay, okay, right. because
3: they were both shoemongers. Shoe
2: monger. Okay. So,
1: which I think is totally sexist because Batgirl did not have bat nipples. Robin Correct. and Batman both had nipples, but nothing on. Bad girl.
2: Well, he was just clearly paying more attention to the thing that he liked best, so I can't
3: fault him for that.
1: I still can't get over the close up of the. The um,
3: piece? Yeah, well,
2: when, no, when
1: they get dressed? No, no when piece. they turn around, you see their ass oh, and it yeah. jiggles a little bit. Ooh, you got deep in that. I didn't <laughs> realize I did the deep jiggle. In that ass. You no. got
0: deep I didn't recognize the jiggle. What's that on the super slow mo when it's on? It's,
3: oh, oh.
2: It's jiggling see it baby like
0: jello yeah. Thank god for
3: frame by frame Seriously
0: <laughs> <laughs> Matt wanted that in The Hobbit 42 <laughs> second LPS Whatever the hell that shit is What's it called? What? What did everyone get mad That The Hobbit was filmed in Because it looked too live action? Was it 48 frames
1: per second? Yes,
3: yes. I don't know what LPS is He meant FPS He meant frame per second
1: Matt knows
0: Matt likes to be difficult
1: Well, I, did, I actually didn't know what you meant You've uh, heard the
0: podcast before, you know That's true Matt likes to be difficult and likes to argue Wait I like to hate That's what we do <laughs> When
1: do I like to be
0: difficult? <laughs> but just like no, you knew what I was talking
1: about I didn't know what you were talking about When do oh, like I like
0: to know. argue? What the fuck?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I didn't know
0: Now you're being difficult <laughs> So, Clooney, out Worst Batman,
1: wouldn't Jackson. you agree?
0: Wouldn't
3: you? Wouldn't you agree? They, yeah, I'll, was, I'll go with probably Clooney was the worst. oh like he had, he was not a good Bruce Wayne. He was not a good Batman. <laughs> yeah, he, he was, played a good George Clooney. Yeah,
1: Let's he was Al- very good.
3: He was the best Clooney in the
2: Batman universe.
3: Was it the same Alfred for, through all four of those movies?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Because then he dies in Batman and Robin. At the end. Doesn't he fall down the steps or something? I don't, I don't know, he think
1: he, has he cancer lives. Or something. It, it like, looked like he was going to die because he was ill, but then uh, I think he's okay by the end. Eh, uh, just kidding. Albert's fine. I want to say, we will know better when we get together for the audio commentary.
2: Ah, uh, so. yes. The audio commentary. Vote if you would like to, podcasters. If you want to see us do audio commentary. See us? If you want to see us, we'll videotape it and not show anybody. But if you want to hear us, do audio commentary. And what movie you would like, select that, please.
0: Heyman and the Masters of the Universe. Batman hey, man.
2: and Robin. Phantoms. And, um, <laughs> Willow, because we
3: apparently love that movie a lot.
0: We can't watch a movie we like. No, uh, we're going to
3: tear this movie apart. It's got to be something we, we haven't watch seen we're or it. something bad. Like that Fantastic Four from 94. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. That's you fucking can't watch horrible. That. We have.
1: We, watched, I, we watched it one night. A friend of mine bought it at one of the comic book conventions. You know, the bootleg. Oh, yeah. And uh, we got home that Friday and put it on. Do they still have the I bootleg guy at Comic-Con anymore? Not as much. Because I think they kind of cracked down on it a little that's bit. That's a shame.
2: Matt, have you ever seen the... Uh, Star Wars Holiday Special, the TV show about um, they're on the Wookiee planet. Harrison Ford's in it for a little bit. I think even like the th- opening scene. I think Dro- he, yeah. And and oh, well, he no, he comes there at the very end with uh, right. everybody. Every,
3: yeah, when Chewbacca.
1: Should
2: have you go. have you seen that,
1: Matt? Yes.
2: How about you, Paul?
1: I don't think I ever have. It's really bad. It's yeah, bad. I have it on DVD.
2: It's hideous. It's um, not good.
1: It, it does have the first appearance of Boba Fett.
3: It does, and very... Canon. Correct. And correct. the first appearance of B. Arthur in the Star Wars universe oh, as well. yes. And in, in the holiday <laughs> oh,
1: special, yes. there's really no... Story? ...indication of Christmas... That's why it's holiday. the holiday <gasps> special. Wasn't it like the, Life Day or something? we yeah, that? Yes. celebrate celebrate Life Day.
0: I would celebrate Life Day with Dorothy. Dorothy Zvarnack.
1: Mark Hamill, and <laughs> Carrie Fisher are also in.
2: Carrie Fisher, drunk out drunk of her out mind of her. Yes. in singing. She's in, pretty
1: in the holiday oh, yeah. episode. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Life all the time.
2: Well, that but, that era. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah, yes. That era.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it true that she was kind of like coked out? During the making of Return of the Jedi? Yes. And that explains kind of her weird thinness. She has the one long,
3: she has the coke nail. (laughs) Does she
1: really?
3: Yes. (laughs) In that movie. (laughs) Can you see it? Can you spot it on the Blu-ray? Probably. I I was listening to something, and they were talking about how during
0: Jedi, she had... And this explains Dom's previous excitement for frame by frame, because he (laughs) scrutinizes each movie for someone's coke nail. It was there. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> the coke now. But I know that she had a lot of uh, anxiety about getting down to metal bikini size. Wouldn't you? Yes, I would.
0: I'd throw it on right now. Hmm. I don't think the movie would be successful.
1: I well, it we might... it would be surprised.
2: It might in certain sectors of society.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm.
3: Yeah, Paul in the Metal Bikini is a heartthrob to a whole new generation.
0: People haven't seen it yet. (laughs) Give them something to cheer about.
3: Halloween is coming up, kids.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that, I'm dressing up as Affleck as Batman.
1: (laughs) So Ian, why don't you give us your thoughts on Ben Affleck as Batman.
2: What can be said that hasn't already been said by you (laughs) <laughs> Lovely gentleman already. I'm I'm into it. I'm not against it. I think it's going to be good. Fan reaction is way too knee-jerk about this. People are... Um, I, I don't even really understand why people are reacting so poorly to this. Um, I'm
0: shocked that it's so negative. It's so
2: negative. I can understand a little bit of hatred, a little bit of uh, skepticism, but just the flat out there I I saw online there are petitions that they're sending to Warner Brothers or yeah to Warner Brothers saying you need to take the role back is Ben Affleck that bad is he is he not a good actor I think he's a good actor sure he's made some bad choices here and there but his most recent work has been in Argo
0: have any of you seen Company Men no solid starring Kevin Costner as Kevin Costner Ooh. well I guess guest star
2: he was good in uh, most recently I, I saw I watched Hollywood Land, but I, I would judge the town as some of the more recent stuff that I saw um, pretty physically imposing in that movie um, I thought he, was, he, he did a, a pretty good job there looks the part for Bruce Wayne I don't understand why people are against this
0: I'm all in I'm excited. I think he still has some residual Geely hate going on. Like, through Armageddon and the JLo lo stuff. I mean, he blew up so big, everyone just got sick and tired of Ben Affleck. And I think a lot of that's still burning off.
3: I which agree. Is, which is a shame. Did he start the Hollywood name trend with, like, with Bennifer? I think Did so. he start that? now we have... That's a so. pretty
2: despicable thing for people to righteously hate him for. That's awful. But... To to his credit, he I don't think he went around calling himself that. He was just nailing hot chicks,
0: like you do when you are Ben Affleck after Armageddon.
2: That's true. So yeah, I like the choice. I think it's going to be um, something that we we might get that Batman that we were talking about. We might be able to get a um, maybe not the most realistic in terms of uh, you know the things that he's going to do. Like Christian Bale, um, all everything's explained, everything makes sense, uh, that kind of Batman. But I, I still think that it's, it's going to be nice and grounded, and uh, I'm excited to see
0: do you where think, they're going to go. Do you think the casting of Affleck lends the portrayal of the character to being a little less law and order starring Batman? He's a pretty heroic kind of actor,
2: stature-wise, the things that he's been in, past history... So, so uh, flex
0: the Batman we want and need.
3: Do we need? According Maybe to the internet, want? he's not the one we want, but he probably is the one we're gonna need, we need.
1: Is he going to wear armor, or is he gonna wear spandex? Sp-
2: um, spandex? I think it's gonna be molded. Kind of, uh, I think it's gonna be some kind of molded thing.
3: Yeah, every every Batman so far, except of the except for sixty six, has been some form of molded if, armor. If we're
2: stuff. talking spandex, how spandexy are we talking?
1: I don't know. There was um, a fan film. Uh, I think it was Batman versus Alien, mm. and uh, the the guy that played Batman looked really good, and he had like a cloth outfit on. It's maybe like a five or ten minute film, and um, it. It had like almost like um, Zack Snyder sensibilities in the sense that the way that they like portrayed like the news on the TV, you can hear like a newscaster talking about crime in Gotham City, and it just had that almost like Watchmen quality to it. That kind of like some of the sequences with, um,
0: but with an alien.
1: well, this have was you never seen in, this? This was in the beginning. Well, of, of um, that I movie. I must not
2: have. It's an old 90s. No, it's
1: not that
3: old. I think the only
2: early fan fiction I've yeah, ever yeah, seen early was Early Yeah,
1: early 2000s. Say that again, Dom?
3: I said the only fan fiction I've ever seen in the Batman universe was Grayson.
0: You didn't watch any of
3: the recent Stephanie too Brown bad. stuff?
1: That was kind of cool. No. Grayson Grayson was just a trailer,
0: though.
3: Yeah, what? it was just a trailer. It was never it was just like a five minute trailer or whatnot.
0: Best fake trailer? Thundercats, starring Brad Pitt. And Vin Diesel, and that white ass Vin that Diesel. That must be the
1: only fake trailer you've ever seen. I would see that movie. That uh movie. the Captain Planet
3: with um with what Don Cheadle it is
2: fantastic. <laughs> I've seen that. That yeah. is pretty funny. Were any of you a Captain Planet fan? No,
0: <laughs> no.
3: I couldn't get it. How about you, Dommy? It would be on TV. And I'd like, I watched it on like Sunday Sunday dinner at my grandparents' house. Yeah. But I I never had a figure. I never cared. It was just cartoons on TV. So I watched it. It was too preachy for me. I like Warriors from
2: Cybertron. Evil from below the Earth's crust.
0: What was t- terrorists? What, was, what what was evil from below the Earth's crust? Inhumanoids. In there you go, son. That's what I was thinking. But. Saving
2: the planet, sure, that's fine, but that's too preachy for me.
3: You don't need to be told to recycle. No, no, if you're the bad boy and would do it on your own. Yes, correct.
0: I recycle, but not let anyone know I was recycling.
3: Ooh.
2: Mm-hmm. So, looking at some of the Watchmen pictures, I think that they're probably still going to go with the Batman outfit. Um, Night Owl is
0: a good example of where the, it's going to be armory.
2: I would imagine.
0: I don't, yeah, I don't think a current uh, down, like realistic Batman can be like the sweatshirt, like in the animated series if he's gonna go out fighting crime in the style that he does, he's gonna have to have some kind of bullet defense, and for better or for worse I think that you just have to
2: go that way that's the way that comic book movies portray their heroes I'm kinda thinking that it's just gonna go that way Matt, is that what you think?
1: Yeah.
0: Armor. Alright.
1: I I expect it. Um, I'm pulling up a picture here of the fan film where he's dressed in like a real costume, and it looks pretty cool. It looks really cool, actually. And then here's the Joker from that, which I love that. Just imagine that being Adrian Brody. Now, do you guys need the Joker in this new one? Uh. No, I don't think he's needed, but I, I do think it would be cool. Um, but it's going to be a, a dense movie with just Batman and Superman. But when you have the two greatest heroes, you need something for them to have to deal with, right?
2: I feel like Zack Snyder will masturbate to those two fighting each other for a long portion of this movie. And I think they can almost get away with having Lex Luthor... <clears throat> in the background I don't think you're going to get the Joker It would be overkill in my mm-hmm. estimation If you have introduced a new Batman introduce Lex Luthor and the Joker Or any one of
1: so this Batman's really, rogues This really is not going to be Superman 2 Right? There, this is just going to be the Batman Superman movie That's what I think
3: Yeah, I, I, it's going to be Superman 2 But it's going to be the Batman Superman I don't even think you need to introduce like, Even reintroduce the Joker in this If, the, if you really want to push this as being Man of Steel 2 Yeah don't put a Batman villain involved.
1: Well, I don't think it's going to be Man of Steel too. I think it's going to be the Batman-Superman movie or Batman versus Superman or World's Finest, which I think it should be called.
0: We'll see another Joker by the time Affleck spins off to Batman 2.
1: Right. Okay. Well, no. It'll just be Batman.
0: You, you know, I mean, you're Affleck saying will be,
2: there will be a Batman movie without the Joker... In it first. Uh, yes. That's Affleck will
0: be in Superman versus Batman. Then he will be in Affleck Batman 1 and then Affleck Batman 2 will be the Joker movie. I, I think, think it'll,
2: it'll be, be just two. I think it'll be Superman Batman Justice League Batman and then they're on. I think Justice League will take
0: place before a Batman proper. Well, if Justice League takes place before Batman proper, then I would bump the Joker up to the first individual Affleck Batman
1: movie. I'd put him in the first one regardless. Yeah. Yeah, because the first time that we're going to see Batman will be in the Superman Batman movie and he'll be established by then, so we don't have to worry about his origin and you know Joker can steal the spotlight just like he did in Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. If it's it. a, if it's Adrian bro. You can't tell me it wouldn't be awesome.
2: Do you think it would be too big? They're going to have Superman, Batman, then they're going to do Justice League, which I would imagine is going to be a huge villain, or...
1: It'll be Dark Side,
2: Something like I that. I can't imagine or it being And then they're going to go back down to street level. Doesn't that seem almost but that's counterintuitive? Batman, that's
1: what Batman does.
0: It yeah. Doesn't
2: it seem counterintuitive to movie filmmaking?
1: I've always felt that was kind of weird for the character in the comics. Like, I've struggled getting into him being a member of the Justice League uh, because I prefer my Batman in the shadows, in the city, at night, not in space. Not in another dimension, Grant Morrison.
0: But if it's a grounded Batman story, he doesn't need the Justice League to help him with the Joker. So it it makes more sense that that's a solo story than it does... Iron Man, and Iron Man 3 having all this, all these problems, and no one's there to help him out. But isn't there, it,
2: Isn't it going to feel weird to have all this momentum? He meets an alien in Superman in that film, then they fight presumably an even bigger threat, and then you scale down to this more personal story. Doesn't it feel weird? I'm not but saying it's right or wrong. That's the
0: change-up. You scale it down and tell a different story, you tell a different kind of story. It's less... Big action summer blockbuster, in more
1: something that Little might get nominated summer. for but some it, honest awards. It won't even feel like the same character.
3: No, it'll be it'll be two different visions of a Batman. It'll be like the team-related Batman taking on Interstellar. I feel like it's just going to be
1: jarring when you say two different visions. Like it's still going to be the Ben Affleck version. Of yeah, Batman.
3: it's still going to be the same. But you'll see you'll see him like teaming up. With him like his input like you like you saw him in Justice League the animated T V show where he has like little leadership abilities there. And then in the Batman movie you'll see him as the detective that he is taking down street level
2: crime. It's
0: no different than reading Justice League and then reading Batman.
3: Except
2: for the fact that it's a movie, it's spaced out a bunch of years apart. It's different than reading a weekly book or a monthly well, book. I
1: think it is. Well sometimes the it, I think it's different because you get continuity within let's say detective comics where every single month you know Batman's in Gotham City dealing with crime in Gotham City then you have a completely separate iteration of Batman you know on adventures with the Justice League doing things way bigger and beyond Gotham City that doesn't tie into what he's doing in detective comics. So now you're going to take Ben Affleck and you're going to put him in a Batman movie and have him dealing with Gotham City and then taking that same exact exact established character and then shoehorning him into a Justice League movie. That's going. I think you're you, right. But yeah. you
0: don't shoehorn Batman into a Justice League movie. It's not Justice League without you Batman. Are, but you are shoehorning it because you're not forcing anything. He belongs on that
1: team. You, you are, well,
0: he's he's. I'm not saying that, that. I'm team. not saying
2: that he doesn't belong no. on that team. Nobody. But when you go down to the next event that he's going to have to deal with, it's going to seem really small in comparison. To jumping through a boom tube And fighting Darkseid It's just going to be jarring I'm not saying it's going to be bad Or good or anything It's going to just be strange
0: you, you must have hated that Wolverine Jubilee issue of X-Men You just read When they were just hanging out talking Monthly Since it wasn't such big action
2: if you right? listen to me, I said reading monthly books is different than waiting years and years for movies.
0: Um, I guess you weren't listening. I don't well, think this is a big deal. I think it's a different, it's a different kind of story. If you, you tell it from a different angle, it's a different I'm not giving it that
2: internet hate to it. I'm just saying that I think it's going to be strange. It's going to be interesting to see how they do it. It might be, it might be weird.
3: If you, I think if they release Batman and a Justice League movie within the same time frame that would be jarring because you see him in this team up movie and then you see him in a standalone movie but if you space it out a couple of years and then a different kind of hype for a different kind of movie you'll easily get right back into the feeling and kind of understand
0: the way this is ground level. The I way was. DC's laying things out right now if you go Big Justice League and then they go Little Batman it's not going to be just Little Batman. You're going to see Zatanna or Deadman or someone else from the DCU in that movie, we're just setting up. You're Flash just basing
2: this on Arrow. the fact that we're going Superman, Superman, Batman, Justice League, Batman Zatanna.
0: I'm setting. it I'm looking at it the way they're doing. They're bringing Batman into Man of Steel too. They're bringing Flash into Arrow. I think once they go, the, as they start getting bigger and start getting more comfortable, introducing a wider DC universe. We're not just gonna see a movie that's just Batman and just the Joker. Do you think that they're gonna bring some other DCU character? Do you think that they're gonna push the
2: Arrow, Steve Amell, and whoever plays the Flash into the movie and tie that all in?
1: I think so. I disagree because in the comic books, ordinarily it is just Batman. You know, Deadman is not a regular. On, in the Batman title, it was
0: just one of the first DC characters. I okay, so something. you
1: read Batman, right? Deadman dead was Bat- the
2: first. What, DC what character you could think of? Yes, um, <laughs>
1: character with with kind a, of a character
0: that's not. Talking. Superman or Green Lantern or Flash, a lower
3: dead man, a lower level. You know, one of your B list <laughs> characters. Whichever ones those maybe. I can't wait for the Batman Booster Gold. That'd be amazing. Blockbuster. But now that we've trampled all over Matt.
2: Uh, Or should I say you? Before
0: I get in trouble for stomping over Matt, you attacked me while he was talking. Fair. Matt, go. I don't remember my point. You don't, you disagree with me. You don't think DC is gonna involve multiple heroes. In multiple movie and TV versions,
1: I know you'll you will get that, but I still think you're going to get the smaller, intimate Batman because that's what Batman is. If you look at the comic books, it's not. Batman doesn't have that. I mean, outside of like Raja Ghoul, there's really not many superpowers going on in the Batman world. Maybe you could say the Talons, Clayface, Mister Freeze. Yeah, but but they don't those characters feel more grounded in reality than say Aquaman or the Green Lantern.
2: I think Mister Freeze is kind of crazy. I mean, he has um, a lot of strange sci-fi elements going on with him.
1: I suppose. I although when in, I can, in
2: Clayface, the the animated series version of Clayface.
1: Yeah, well, but when I compare even Clayface and Mister Freeze. Rajah I feel like those are more kind of like real world than the characters that he's going to be rubbing elbows with in the Justice League. I mean, as a matter of fact, I think it's they're a lot more grounded. Like Green Lantern, The Flash, Superman. Like those are powers that are so far like godlike. And then, you know, he's probably going to have to fight Darkseid. And then he comes back to Gotham and he has to go against a serial killer in the Joker. Man, I
2: think it's so early for Darkseid. And, and you know, if we're building this universe and we're going to have the Justice League movie be, in theory, the third movie in this new universe, feels really early for a character that has that much power.
1: Well, they blew their load... In the new 52 with making dark side the first villain in justice league well i don't and that kind of sucked yeah that first that like first arc was kind of rough but they didn't blow the entire load because it was
0: kind of just it was Darkseid and some Parademons. it wasn't dark side and apocalypse coming to earth so you didn't get all those wacky ass jack kirby
2: villains new gods right is there some is there somebody else that they could fight in in a justice league movie or are you okay with dark side
1: mm-hmm. i think they should go dark side before marvel can get to thanos in what avengers 3
0: In like what 17 a 17
1: yeah, what a
3: stupid move for i'd marvel. say if you if you open up with dark then that's kind of putting the Marvel aspect of Thanos as them playing copycat. Yeah. I've heard that too. So um. if I if I was DC and you really want to play catch up, I'd go ahead and throw Dark Side first. Yeah. That way you got Marvel being, okay, well how we are is Thanos the same character? Are we gonna make him the same? What are we gonna do with him? So.
0: That's a lot of setup though. Setting up Dark Side and Five other Justice League members in one movie.
3: Yeah, I, I will agree. That's going to be a lot of movies Because the others st- that you're going to have to either maybe you're going to have to dabble in some other type of movie, like maybe after they, the Batman. Maybe Super they Man, should. You have to have something after. They should do
2: Lex Luthor, earthquake California into the ocean, and Justice League fights that. That's what I want.
1: Maybe they can introduce Darkseid and like on a on a more established level than what they did in, in The Avengers by teasing Thanos. Like maybe they can actually bring Darkseid in, establish him as a threat, but maybe not exactly make that the focal point of the movie. I don't know how.
3: But. Almost like, like Darkseid being a puppet master. He's involved in the movie, but he's not the villain.
1: Yeah, and then that way they can at least... you see him as a threat. Right, they can dip their toe in the water, they can get Darkseid out there, so that way they can beat Marvel to the punch, because if they wait for the Justice League 2 movie, then all of a sudden they're copycats, because Thanos will be the villain in Avengers 3, right? He'll have to be. Unless he's going to somehow be present in Avengers 2. You know, like, yeah. almost like the way we're describing Dark Side and Justice League. I think we're going to see some Thanos in Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: We're going to get at least another end credit scene or some little nod to, hey, this guy's still out here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's safe. Safe to say
2: that. And by Marvel doing that, that already establishes to the masses that this is going to be somebody that's going to play a role in these movies going forward, so it will seem like DC's copying at that point. I think.
0: Not that it really matters. Does any of this really matter?
1: This yes. all matters. Yes, all matters. Matters. this is super important. It all
2: matters. Super important. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: why we gather around this table every week.
2: <laughs> I don't know what they would do. I mean, they could just do uh, they could just do straight up some kind of alien invasion. I don't know who DC's <laughs> aliens would be. Um, just to have some kind of, um, you know, something to tie Green Lantern into protecting the Earth and gathering some heroes or something like that.
0: So Matt, you think they're going to go Big Batman, Justice League, Little
1: Batman, but you think it's going to be dumb? I wouldn't say it's going to be dumb. I kind of agree with what Ian was saying, that it's going to feel kind of, I don't even know if jarring is the right word, but... It's going to be, be kind of weird. It's
2: almost anticlimactic because well, I wouldn't say you that just either. build. I mean,
1: I wouldn't say that either. Um, be, because that's kind of like the way Supernatural, the show Supernatural, went, where, where they like had to keep outdoing themselves. And, and then what they, I what yeah. I desperately wanted them to do was go back to the way it was in the first season with smaller, more intimate stories. So I'm cool with that, I guess.
2: After you fight the devil and hell in the fourth season, there's not really many different ways that you can go to, to up the ante. Right,
1: but they and that's continually tried to do it.
2: That's how I feel. If you go dark side, it's going, to, it's going to feel like you're going backwards when you're fighting the Joker, even though he's the most iconic
0: villain of all time. I think it's just a different, a different kind of movie, and I don't see it any different than reading that character in different in different books, even though it's it's monthly as opposed to every two three years. I don't see that it's that much different, and I think movie going audiences are a little more savvy these days. People expect a, a little bit different from our superhero movies. You don't need to cater to everyone so much. I think people will get it. Iron Man 3 made tons of mine and no other Avenger
1: was in. No, but I am not, Man...
2: not saying that there has to be other heroes in it. I think that the the caliber and the scope of a big intergalactic new god and then you go down to some crazy dude in pancake makeup is going to be it's gonna feel a little anti it's, it's a
0: different, it's a different story with a different cast. If it was I Batman, know it's a different story and a if it was cast. Batman versus Dark Side, and then It's, you go it's still gonna be Ben Affleck.
2: Joker, it's still gonna be
0: that it's, actor, it's that, that hero. It. But it's not. It's the Justice League versus Darkseid. and then it's Batman versus Joker. Just like Batman's you, gonna play a like central role in that. Superman versus Metallo, or Flash versus Captain Cold. Whatever you do, whoever, whoever's in that Justice League movie versus Dark Side, you're taking a step down, putting them in a solo movie by themselves. But I don't think it's a step down. It's just a different avenue of that kind of storytelling. It's a step down
1: in the way... Like, for example, was I the only one that felt like maybe Black Widow felt a little out of place in the Avengers movie, th- during that iconic shot in the movie... Where they pan around the entire team, and like you have Captain America who makes a face like, okay, let's fight. I got my shield and I have superpowers. And then you see Thor with his hammer, and you have Iron Man with his powers, and the Hulk. You know, Hulk's really powerful too. And then you get. To the Black Widow who cocks a pistol.
2: The Black Widow who takes her compact out and fumbles it off to yeah. the ground.
1: Like, <laughs> did she feel just a little out of place in that? Like, all She these... seemed out of place in the whole movie. Her only yeah. real
3: role was getting information from Loki that they were going to use Hulk as the weapon. Well,
2: didn't she and also Knight shut
0: and... down the machine on the top of the building?
3: Could have been anyone who did that.
0: But, but, but did was it her or, that was, her or that was, her? was it right. not? That was yeah, her.
1: That was
3: her. <laughs> That really didn't really show off yeah, she, her skills. Right. She wasn't. She was the, there and shut the shit
2: down. Could have been
0: Captain America that fumbled his compact. <laughs> it could have been.
3: But he's
2: <laughs> it like, it could have been Affleck. Like, I don't give
1: a shit. Could have been Stan Lee that did it. Oh That could have, have been his cameo. It. And he was he like, Muff said,
0: Enough oh. <laughs> <laughs> But Nuff said true believers. That's
1: kind of my point though. Like Black Widow seem to work better in the context of, like, the Iron Man movie because she's a little... she's more grounded. Or, you know, when you put a character that doesn't really have the superpowers... In the comic books, it kind of works easier than in a movie. He's gonna feel, I think, just out of place. So, they that's saying... This, this
2: movie's gonna... Superman-Batman's really gonna have to be Batman-Superman. You're gonna have to really set Batman up as somebody that's really established, I think for it to work in Justice League and their,
1: yeah. you know,
3: into the
2: future. Yeah,
1: yeah. This is definitely the stepping stone to get that to work, and it can, and it probably will. But in my mind right now, it might be a little tough. Doesn't Scar or doesn't um, Black Widow have
0: some kind of superpowers in the comics? Uh, doesn't she have some kind know. of enhanced abilities? I don't know. Is Russian. A superpower? <laughs> I
2: don't think she does. I think she's just no. A spy. I
3: think she's just a spy. She's a, like a converted
2: spy, or she just like Hawkeye is just a good archer. He doesn't really have any superpowers. Just a lot of dedication.
0: <laughs> I thought she had. I thought she had something else going on. I,
2: I don't think so. What do you think she has? Are you confusing her with Spider Woman who has superpowers? Black Cat.
0: No, I thought she. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe Black Cat. I thought she had some weird Black thing Cat going on where she got. I don't think she does some kind of
1: superpower. Is she, dumb?
0: You have a Spider-Man
1: I, shirt on, so I would hope that you would know the answer to this. Does Black Cat have superpowers?
3: I don't believe she does.
1: There you have it, Ian.
2: I can't argue with a man in a Todd McFarlane shirt. That's true. Who, who only believes in the answer?
3: <laughs> true
2: believer. Yes. Yes. Now, I don't know if um, Black Cat has... I, I thought maybe does he have some kind of agility or some shit?
1: Yeah. Dom, did you wear that, that Todd McFarlane-drawn Spider-Man t-shirt specially tonight because we were going to do a comic book podcast?
3: No, a lot of my apparel is comic book or just pop culture <clears throat> nerd-related.
1: Do you uh, Have you owned that shirt for a while? No, I got this
3: probably two months ago, a couple months ago. This is fairly new to the wardrobe.
1: What um, fine establishment did you purchase that?
3: Gabriel Brothers.
1: But M- yeah. may I no interject? Way. You may. Wait a second. He got that at Gabriel Brothers? When do l-
2: you have a problem interrupting people? Paul? How
1: much? Yeah, that was so polite of you and unusual. But Let before me know when we you're get yeah, we will. Before we get to that. So
2: Gabriel Brothers, right? How yes. Much,
1: how much did you pay for it at Gabriel Brothers? I don't
3: think you pay for anything more than like seven ninety nine.
2: That's amazing. Brothers. Do you yeah. typically go to Gabriel
3: Brothers for your comic book shirt attire? I can't think of any place better. I agree. There's, there's how about n- you? No, I, I go there, and if I see something nice, I grab it, like a Spider-Man t-shirt. And I also got that Avengers t-shirt. And I got a Rambo t-shirt there. A
1: Rambo oh, t-shirt.
3: Rambo, Rambo first blood. Which is your favorite Rambo movie? A First Blood Part
2: 1. Yeah? First Blood. I would say uh, I like that one, but I like the new one where
0: he's in it's very Vietnam. Good.
1: No, Paul, he's what not. do you like? He's not Which in Rambo movie do you They're like? They're
0: working on a new Rambo TV series. That is I not even that. close to answering that, that is question. not it. But Paul, yeah. now that I. T- but they are.
1: Yeah, but that was like. Like, you didn't listen to the question at all. I
0: did. I haven't seen a Rambo movie, so that's all I got. Oh, okay.
3: What what were you going to say?
1: Ian. Ian. Yes, ask me a question quickly. Ian, uh, Rambo, the new Rambo does not take place in Vietnam.
2: No? Where does it take place? Uh,
1: I believe it takes place in Burma. Burma. Vietnam's um, cousin town. Uh. Vietnam, I believe, was the uh, the second one. Did you find Rambo: Ram- First Adam? Blood Part yeah. Two? I'm on the same page you are. Or... But I, I love the whatever. violence oh, in Rambo. Blood cat.
2: You like the violence?
1: Oh my god, it's so over the top.
2: I like the violence too.
1: Me, Me as well. Paul, having never seen a Rambo, maybe that should be our commentary movie.
0: I don't want to. The first time I see Rambo, much like the first time Ian sees Jaws, I don't want to be tearing it apart. I want to sit down and really take it all in. So it looks like uh,
2: Black Widow has the uh, super soldier serum. So the answer is yes, she has superpowers.
3: And she's infertile as well. Oh, so the super serum that they could not clone with Captain America, they magically found a way with Black Widow. Da.
0: It's Correct. It's Russian super soldier. It's the knockoff.
3: Ah. It's super... So soldier
0: in the movie, So he who has came no who
3: came first? Black Widow or Bucky?
0: Bucky, because he's about forty years older.
2: But I don't think he has super soldier serum. He just has, he just has metal power. arms. He just so, has metal arms. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, does he? Or do they give him some knockoff rusky super soldier serum so that he can use the arms? Because right. they're gonna be real heavy.
2: I don't know. Let's look up Wikipedia. And check that Initially, out.
3: the Black Cat has no superhuman abilities. Later, a test induced by the Kingpin gave her psionic abilities to so affect probability it's fields. It's real
2: weird how they so made her infertile, able...
3: too. That that part
2: of oh, yeah. it's we... just strange.
1: And Black Cat, though, I find it really interesting that the Kingpin has the time to dedicate to creating a test for... Black Cat to determine her superpowers when he has, like, crime. A to crime
0: empire to run.
1: To run, right. As well as being black. He gave her the psionic abilities. That's a full-time time job. In to itself. A, exactly.
3: Gave her psionic abilities to affect probability fields, so she'd be able to nail, like, heads and tails. Like, if you give her ratios, apparently she can just kick them out.
0: Or she can make you unlucky. I guess she, yeah, I guess she
3: could make... So why don't casinos Like the way, like like the the way, way
0: Mr. Mixius Piddleick was uh, shown in Smallville. Yes. Right,
1: Matt? Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: How do you pronounce his name?
2: Mixius Piddleick? It's Mixelflick. That's what everybody ever says. I know it's not really pronounced that way, but you're the only person that I've ever heard pronounce it that way. I know it's correct. It's stupid. Mixelflick.
0: It's fun. What do you call it? It's Mixius
3: Piddleick. Mixie's Piddlick.
1: Mi- Close enough. Mixie is Is it?
0: Is, Pidlick. Mixie's Piddlick.
3: Mixie's Piddlick. Pixel flick.
0: Yeah, like
1: he had said. Why would they give him a name that is unpronounceable? Because he's a
0: shitty Silver Age character that needs wiped off the
1: face of comic books.
2: I can't wait till Grant Morrison gets a hold of him. Has he? Has he done anything with him? Did stupid Batmite. Yeah. No, I know. That's what I'm now, saying.
1: Grant Morrison. Uh, several months ago when he announced that he was going to leave Action Comics also announced that he was going to be leaving Superhero Comics. Really? But as was revealed on Kevin Smith's Batman on Batman a couple weeks ago, Grant Morrison is going to be transitioning over to Wonder Woman. Which?
0: Wonder Woman, Earth One, not Wonder Woman the
1: series. Earth One... Graphic Novel. Yeah, Graphic Novel. Standalone,
2: uh, okay. different universe. Okay. I would imagine.
3: Yeah, because they did the.
1: That might be good then, right? If it's uh, if it's a definitive kind of beginning and end story. I'm in.
3: I think it's it's going
2: to be um, it's going to be a different take on Wonder Woman. It's been hard to nail down a definitive version of Wonder Woman. Grant Morrison sounds like he did a lot of research and is trying to pull a lot of different things, as he is known to do. But it sounds like something that I might enjoy, so I'm gonna check it out whenever it's
0: finished.
3: I've liked all the Earth One books so far. Me too. Me too. Me, too.
1: Me, me three. We
0: three. Like oh, are you gonna read that? We three. Grant Morrison's yeah, robotic animal book. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think I will. And we do have a correction, listeners. Um, for uh, I believe it was for mentioned. Those of you in two, keeping score, two previous episodes that. Uh, Grant Morrison and Frank Quitely's We Three was an image comic book but as it turns out it's actually a vertigo imprint.
0: Mm. Who said it was
1: an image book? Uh, I believe that was Ian.
2: I believe that you agreed with me as well.
1: Ian with his facts. Facts? <laughs> schmacks.
0: <laughs> facts, schmacks when they support his arguments, Correct. When they don't support his arguments. When they're just around. Or when he doesn't feel like using all the syllables in a proper name.
2: Mixelflick.
0: Now, is that a fact?
2: It is a fact.
0: I believe Mixelflick is part of the image imprint. Oh,
2: Yeah, sure. Yep. Mm. I like now, it.
1: Now, are facts always accurate? Is that, is that the definition of I think fact?
2: that is the definition of fact. But that's a fluid... Definitions <laughs> are fluid as well.
0: I don't know. We, we do pretty good with definitions. Facts maybe not so much, but we keep up on definitions. I keep up on definitions.
2: Being anal about facts is silly. It's fun to just throw shit out there and be wrong and account
1: for it the, ne- the next episode. Is that right, Matt? No, I don't
0: believe
1: that... that
2: is that a fact that it's not
0: fun how dare you do any of you gentlemen have anything else to add this evening I do not believe so Tom. I got nothing nothing, nothing. you haven't
1: read anything that, that you feel needs to be spoken about
3: no I'm liking He-Man I'm liking The Wake
1: mhm
3: that's, that's about it I feel it. like I'm talking to Paul
0: yeah. Uh, I also like those two books. Excellent! High fives. West Side.
2: <laughs> Ian. I read Batman 100 this past week, by Paul Pope, written and illustrated by Paul Pope. If you like Eon Flux, it's kind of it kind of looks that way. It's about 100 years of the Batman existing in Gotham City. Uh, who
3: is Batman in Batman 100? It is very ambiguous who
2: Batman is. There's a question about who he is. They never really answer if it's Bruce Wayne. Okay, so if it's Batman is just a character. <clears throat> if If it's Bruce Wayne, if it's a bunch of different people playing Batman. In this book, there aren't a lot of sightings of Batman. He appears in 1966 and 86. And then again in, I believe, 2001 marking some of the big events uh, in real Batman publication and uh, TV shows. Um, and there, there aren't any real supervillains. It goes into how Batman, his, his uh, network of people that support him, there's a Robin character, there's an Oracle character, it shows how he deals with the Gotham City, the current Gotham City police in um, a dystopian
0: future, if you will full of ugly drawn characters
2: very very ugly characters
1: now are they on purpose ugly or is this artist just not good at drawing people's faces i
2: would imagine that that's on purpose i think paul pope is a classically
0: they're consistently ugly i think that's on purpose
2: i think that he's he's like a old school indie artist from what i gather from like the 80s and uh they're pretty ugly The book is decent. I didn't love it, but I will recommend it to my fellow podcasters to read and make up their own opinion. Thanks, buddy. Anytime. That's what I do.
0: Matt? Um, special
1: reads lately? I... I, hang on. Let me me check. See if I can remember anything that I've read recently. I
0: thought you would have had something keyed up.
2: While Matt checks into uh, what he has been reading, have you been reading things, Paul? You pride yourself on... You're keeping up to date with your pool list.
0: Saga's back. Saga 13 came out last week. Two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. I was on vacation, so I missed it. But I read it, and it uh, it picks up in an interesting part of the story where they left off at. Have you read it yet? I haven't read it yet. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, that's... It won a lot of... Uh, won a couple Eisner awards. And I know the... You know, it's an industry award and a lot of the industry at the same time they give them out they shit on those awards at the same time how but, so
2: how do you say it? why why do you say that
0: um there i've heard a lot of a lot of creators just say oh you know it's it's not so much a a work thing as it is a popularity contest and blah 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 but i mean saga is really good between the art and the story i really like saga all the way around, it's, it's just a fantastic book. And they're, they're, this issue, number 13, essentially just kicks off the third volume. So I would highly recommend getting into Saga before it's too late.
3: Yeah, I read the first trade. I need to grab the second trade. I really like
0: that book, though. hmm
1: He-Man as well.
0: Good stuff. Matt?
1: I'm a little bit behind because I didn't pick up books last week because um they're working me like a dog and I no actually no that's not the reason that night. My hot water tank blew up that night. So I dreaded I a hot water tank. tank. I had to deal with that. But um from the week before I had gotten myself caught up on at least at the time caught up on um the Trinity war. the, the Three Justice Leagues fighting against each other. Um. Which. I'm okay exactly, with it so far.
3: I really want to see how they end it. And then yeah. what leads into. Uh. Villains Month or what. No, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm only three parts into it. Because I've. Like I said I didn't get books last week. But. Or no way. I guess I'm four parts into it. Um. But I've liked it so far, even though it's not kind of the, the Civil War free-for-all that maybe I thought it was going to be. But it seems like it kind of has a clearer vision than the um, contrived way that they did Civil War. Have um, you read any of the
3: tie-ins for... No. Okay.
1: No. But I've enjoyed it. Uh, good art in all the books. Cool story. Um, it, it's kind of fun to watch these characters sort of like pick their sides and allegiances um and so yeah I've enjoyed that uh, another book that I got was uh it's called Burn the Orphanage starring He-Man starring He-Man apparently
2: why would anybody want to burn an
1: orphanage um I don't know, but in the beginning of the book, somebody lights this orphanage on fire, and then it fast-forwards 10, 15, 20 years later, and the main character's grown up, and he looks like a character from a 16-bit beat-em-up from the 80s, like Double Dragon or something.
0: Or a small indie cartoon called Masters of the Universe.
1: He has a Rambo headband on. He looks like He-Man with a headband Yeah, but he has a key around his neck. He looks like he- if He-Man starred
0: in Double Dragon that's the Burn the Orphanage guy.
1: And apparently he also punches uh, naked chicks in the gut. Hey boobs! We're the
3: baby maker. So,
1: so the reason why I even bought this book is because it is drawn by Cena Grace who as we all know here on the McSauce Comic Book Podcast is the beloved artist of the even more beloved Little Depressed Boy. Little Depressed Boy, that's right. A timeless classic <laughs> and of underage love. And I realized after I read this piece of dog shit that the reason why Little Depressed Boy is so good is because of uh, the great Sean Stephen Struble and not seeing a grace. I've determined that anybody can draw a Little Depressed Boy. It is about...
2: As proved by our attempts at drawing <laughs> Little Depressed Boy...
1: I believe that that book is, is good based F. on J. the merits J. J. of the writer and the establishment of the character, and I know that Paul has said in the past that he actually likes the artwork in it. I did. Uh, which I do. I, I like it and I appreciate it, but Cena Grace is not a writer. He needs to stick to drawing and an only drawing that comic oh, book was paper terrible paper. maybe
0: he's listening right now
1: maybe he is and and i will say i was so underwhelmed by this book it's part one of three ordinarily if i buy one of a three-part miniseries even if i didn't like part one i'll buy part two and three just to have the complete series i'm not gonna bother
0: while taking the ian Sharpley road one and done yeah, you can't. Why waste your money around. on something that doesn't entertain you? It, burn it, me once.
1: I, I was like, burn I was the orphan. You, I was reading it and I thought, um, I could be reading something else right now because this is not enjoyable. I didn't even get what the point of it was.
0: It's thick. It feels. It feels heavy. It feels like. A four ninety, a four dollar or three dollar ninety
1: nine
2: Not a lot of words to it though. It probably only took you about a minute to read. It
1: was a quick read, but it was an unenjoyable. There's
3: read. a couple really nice pages
2: in there.
1: Well, I he's not a bad artist. Uh, definitely a very indie vibe to his art, but and it was, you know, kind of neat to see him draw something a little more action packed than Little Depressed Boy. But, um, I I just. I don't know, maybe maybe the subsequent issues will explain kind of the what the point of this was, but so far, I don't get it. I did not enjoy it. Burn the Orphanage. That's the
0: name of it. Don't get it, folks. Well, I think that's going to do it for us tonight on the McSauce Comic Book Podcast. Dom, thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me, as always. Always a pleasure. My name's Paul McGintin.
2: Ian Sharpley.
0: I'm Matt Casale. And we'll see you next time.